Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time and effort. I know y'all have other things that you could be doing, and so I'm very grateful that you choose to spend a little bit of it here with me. And I hope it gives you something to look forward to each day. And hopefully it helps our country just a little bit and gives us a little bit of community, even if it's via a podcast. Not a lot on the homestead. We have gotten a pretty good bit of rain. Continues to come down. And the puddles and the mud are getting bigger and deeper, and the tanks are filling up, which that's a very good thing. So, thank you, Lord, right? Definitely hard to complain in this part of the world about rain, because you know there's going to come a point when it's not there. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your love and your forgiveness, your grace, and your mercy. Thank you for the people that listen to the podcast. Thank you for the people that share it. Be with their families. God, and bless them. Protect us, Lord, from evil of any kind. Help us to trust in you, to turn to you, regardless of what's going on. Give us humility. Help us to truly repent of our sins. To be willing to come before you in our brokenness and trust in you instead of ourselves. Be with those who lead us, Lord. Help us to turn back to you as a nation, if that's within your will. And either way, help us just to do your will. Give us the wisdom to see it and the courage to act on it. And God, my words here, Father, please. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. So... You've got some interesting things going on, little things, big things, I guess. You've got some contention down on the border in at least one state in Texas between the state government and the federal government, and that sounds familiar in some ways. Uh... I mean, and you've got a lot of other things going on. That's just the one that popped in my head right now. And we may be going toward a civil war, folks. And it may or may not save the country. And there's a pastor that I've started to listen to on a semi-frequent basis. 
And he made that comment recently. He said, you know what? I, I don't think we're going to come out of this. He said, I don't, I don't think America is going to come out of this as a whole. And he said, as followers of Christ, we need to make sure that we're okay with that. We need to make sure that our focus is on Jesus Christ, not on whether America stays whole or not, or whatever it is that we've decided that we want. Uh, and this podcast that some of y'all have been around for for almost three years now, over two and a half, working toward three, you know, it's called the American Soul Podcast. And And I have a great deal of love for this country. And I know that a lot of y'all do as well. And so that's, that's a hard comment to swallow. Possibility. Um, but it's one that we really need to understand. We may or may not make it out of this mess. We may end up in a a hot civil war, a true fight. It may continue to be a cold civil war. We may come out on the other side and have turned back to liberty and freedom and our founding principles. Or we may not. We may end up continuing to go down the road, the path to socialism, communism, leftism and all the tyranny and oppression and, and slaughter that come along with those things. But regardless of the earthly outcome, we need to make sure that we, we maintain our focus on God and Jesus Christ. And one more little sidetrack before we really get going here. I heard another pastor talk recently about, you know, if you want to, and we've said this a number of times on the podcast, if you want to develop a relationship with God, right? You have to spend some time in the Bible. If you really want to deepen that relationship, with God and Jesus Christ. You have to spend time in the Bible each day, folks. And it's the same for your marriage. You really want that relationship with your spouse to be strong. You have to spend some time loving them each day. So I said all of this and I know that was kind of a roundabout way to get to the education of our children. Because regardless of whether we end up in a real fight, uh, you know, like a hot fight, if it stays a cold civil war, uh, which we're already in, if we, it, it just the outcome, it doesn't matter if we have any hope of salvaging our nation, right? And even if we don't, the commands in the Bible 
to teach our children, to educate them on the principles laid out in the Bible. We have to win that fight of education and culture, particularly because of how it impacts our children. And so we're going to go back and look at a man that we've talked about multiple times on this podcast. His name is William McGuffey. He was a president, a college president, professor, and he published a book or multiple McGuffey's Eclectic Readers, uh, published in 1836, and it ran in different versions until 1901. So, almost 170 years, right? If I did my math right there. It sold over 122 million copies, and a huge percentage of both public and private school students read these. And we're going to talk about him for a day, maybe two. This was the preface of his eclectic third reader. Selections have been drawn from the purest foundations, the purest fountains of English literature. Copious extracts made from the sacred scripture. Upon a review of the work, an apology may be due for not having still more liberally transferred to pages the chaste simplicity and thrilling pathos, the living descriptions and the matchless sublimity of the sacred writings. From no source has the author drawn more copiously than from the sacred scriptures. This certainly apprehends no censure. In a Christian country, that man is to be pitied, who at this day can honestly object to imbuing the minds of youth with the language and spirit of the word of God. I don't know how that falls on your ears, folks. I don't have much sympathy these days for people that continue to vote for the godless policies of the left that are destroying our nation, continue to support them, give their time and energy. And if we're going to be honest here, folks, that that rattles my own cage a little bit. I'm running out of sympathy with myself for my laziness. How often do I go online and buy something from a company that I know isn't strengthening our nation? How often do I walk in the doors of a store and spend my money in a place that I know doesn't have the foundational principles of our nation at heart? And that's a, that's a longer conversation. I'm just telling you, I fight the same battle, folks. But we're running out of time if we have any hope of turning this thing around. And we have to make some really hard decisions. And maybe they're not as hard as we want to pretend that they are. But they're difficult for us. 
But this last line in this preface here, in a Christian country, that man is to be pitied who at this day can honestly object to imbuing the minds of youth with the language and spirit of the word of God. I may not have much sympathy, folks, but I am developing some pity for the people that continue to go down this path thinking they're making some wonderful decision. And and you just have to love the fact that this reader that educated so many of our students, over 122 million copies sold, right? And what does he say? He says, I'm going to pull from the scriptures. And if anything, I should have pulled more. Because this is a Christian nation. And if we're going to educate our children, we have got to educate them with the language and the spirit of the Word of God. And this is the problem, folks. This is the core problem with the school choice movement. And I'm a fan of school choice. Y'all know this. Y'all have listened to it. Uh, I'm particularly a fan of school choice right now. But school choice will not save our country. And I know there's a lot of people out there that get kind of fired up about that. uh, And they want to argue with that. But it's not going to happen. And here's why. Because in order for this country, you go back to the quotes by uh, Benjamin Harrison and Calvin Coolidge that we talk about so often, the quotes about, you know, if these core values, these core Christian values aren't almost universal across the country, then we're going to lose our republic. Well, if we don't have mass public education that's centered on God and the Bible, you can't counterbalance that with a small percentage of homeschool and private school that are. We need education. We need an educated population in a republic. And in this Christian republic, which America was born as, we have to have God and Jesus Christ at the center. Not just as a side class, not as a elective That has to be the center of public education. And there's no problem here, none whatsoever, about religious freedom. Because this is a Christian nation, and if you're going to have publicly funded education that the taxpayers have to foot the bill for, then that education, by default, has to strengthen that nation. That's true in any country across the world. If you're going to take money from the citizens of a country, then whatever that action is, particularly the education of their youth, has to, has to, has to strengthen that nation. And the only way in a Christian republic that you can strengthen the nation is to center it on God and Jesus Christ. That's the only way. There is no other way, folks. When you say, well, so you're going to force people who are 
Muslims or Buddhists or Hindu or atheists to go learn about God and Jesus Christ? Absolutely. Has no bearing or, or no, it doesn't violate religious freedom one whit. If you want to live here in this Christian republic and enjoy the benefits of this Christian republic, then you have to know the foundational principles. And those are the teachings, just like Patrick Henry said. We weren't founded by deists, by random religionists. We were founded by Christians. We weren't founded on some particular denomination of Christianity, much less any other religion. We were founded on the gospel of Jesus Christ. You have to know that. That has to be central to your core values. FDR, President Truman, both made comments about how our, our government, and so many others, folks, so many others, our, our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, our laws were all based on the Bible. You want to choose to have a different faith? You want to choose to be Muslim? You want to choose to be atheist, Buddhist, Hindu, Mother Naturist, whatever else? That's on you. But as a citizen of this Christian republic, you have to know and support those principles that created the nation. So we're going to spend a little bit more time, probably at least another day or two on McGuffey. Here's another. This is a foreword to his reader. And in fact, I'm looking at this. As of 1963, so there weren't a whole lot of copies sold uh, between 1901, but as of 1963, 125 million copies had been sold. And a number of schools still used it up through the 1920s. This was the foreword. The Christian religion is the religion of our country. From it are derived our prevalent notions of the character of God, the great moral governor of the universe. On its doctrines are founded the peculiarities of our free institutions. So our free institutions, whether you're talking about education, military, law enforcement, court systems, doesn't matter, all of our institutions are founded on what? the doctrines of Christianity, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just to give you a little indication as to how influential McGuffey was, he's considered one of his titles as schoolmaster of the nation. So this man that was not even the same ballpark, but so much more influential than Pretty much any educator we have, any educator that I'm aware of today, phenomenally more influential, certainly more influential in education and more knowledgeable about education than pretty much any politician we have today. And, and that's a, that's a, I, I shouldn't have said that, folks. Maybe we've got some politicians out there that, that know education as well as McGuffey. 
And so that's not even the point. The point is that this man was fundamental to our education of, of, of tens of millions of our citizens. And he says, our free institutions are based on Christianity. The Christian religion is the religion of our country. Christianity is the basis of our nation. Folks, it's just we can't, there's no way we're going to win this war without taking back education and culture. And the only way to do that is to put God back in his proper place in our families and in the education of our youth. God bless y'all. God bless your families, your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.